Today, we're talking about creating awesome dessert tables. I think a dessert table is the center of the party. It's where all the yummy treats are and often the best place to take photos because it's themed and decorated. Also, if you want to do a more simple party but still have it be themed, you could just do a dessert table and focus more on the details and that's all you need. We're talking about dessert tables for birthday parties, holiday parties, adult parties, kids parties, all of it. Lots of ideas of how to set it up ahead of time so it looks just the way you want and makes the party feel extra special and makes for the perfect photo backdrop too. Planning dessert tables is so much fun and really sets the tone for your party and makes it memorable. Today, we're talking about creating awesome dessert tables for any occasion and on any budget. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the podcast. We are talking all about dessert tables today. I could not love dessert tables anymore. Like I love dessert tables at an unhealthy level of love because they're just so much fun. Anything that feels like a celebration and gets people in the mood to celebrate, I am all about. And I think a dessert table is at the top of the list. I love dessert tables so much and I'm so excited for this podcast. My goal in this podcast is to give you lots of ideas for designing your own dessert tables and loving the process. If you've listened to any of my other party planning um, podcast, it's always about you must enjoy the process and figure out a way to do it in a way that you love it, not dread it, or have anxiety or stress about it. This should be fun, and let's figure out a way for you to do it and plan it and organize it and design it in the way that is fun for you. For some people, that means painting and glittering and crafting and gluing, and for other people, that means no, 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 none of that. Uh, tell me what to order and like, I'll put it together and I'll make it look nice. Wherever you are in that world, we are going to have a plan for you today. Also budgets. A lot of times I think people look at dessert tables and are like, yeah, that's great and all, but I don't want to spend a fortune on a dessert table. I'm going to share so many hacks and so many different ways to have like a beautiful full dessert table and it does not have to cost a fortune. Okay. Starting with the basics. Let's start with your backdrop. This is this is the best part, and this is often what people overlook. I've seen so many beautiful dessert tables, but they forgot to think of what's behind it. So maybe you have this beautiful table set up outside, and then it ends up kind of getting pushed against a wall, and it's like half a window, you see half a drape, half a wall, or you know the wall's not clean, whatever it is. Think about what's going behind your, what's going behind your actual table, behind your dessert table. Let's start with that. So maybe you buy on Amazon like a black photo backdrop stand and then you hang something. So maybe you hang a sequin fabric or some sort of fabric or some sort of material that you buy online. 
The only thing is if you're doing it this way, make sure you have something to cover the rest of it because now you're going to have a stand with clamps and maybe like a roll of paper at the top. So if you're going to do it this way, you might want to put balloons up and over the sides. My favorite way to do a backdrop like this is I have a couple pieces of large, thin plywood. And I mean large, like ideally 10 feet by 10 feet. So it's like nice and big, especially if I put like a six foot table in front of it, there's space on either side. If you're doing a kid's party, it definitely doesn't need to be that high. Um, It could easily be like eight, probably eight feet by eight feet is more like my big size. And so that way, if anyone is standing in front of it, the whole thing, like for photos, the entire thing is covered. So I'll get a thin piece of plywood. Again, I store them and I'll cover it with either fabric, like you wrap it like wrapping paper. You could either staple it or just use like use um, a good tape. Or I'll even use wrapping paper, just make sure it's thick enough and I'll wrap the back of it. That way I have seamless edges. A lot of times I'll use the stand with the clamps, but again, just to make it look seamless, you're going to have to do something to kind of cover the, the top and sides of it. So if you do this kind of a board and you cover it and then you just lean it up against something, it just creates like a really nice backdrop. Then once you have your backdrop down, depending on what it is, you also might want to attach some sort of sign. Now, it depends on how elaborate you're going. Think about like an adult uh, birthday party or a kid's birthday party. You might want to have a sign made or make your own sign that says either like Presley's 10th birthday or maybe you put Presley's movie night Or you can buy something online. It doesn't have to be custom. It doesn't have to say their name. It'll still look custom if you just buy a sign that's already pre-made that has something to do with the theme. That's also why I love attaching it to wood because it's really easy to kind of like attach a sign. But if you do the backdrop, you could just do clear fishing wire. I use clear fishing wire for everything and you can just attach it to the back of the sign and then put the clear fishing wire up and over the bar and kind of attach it to the back. So I love a backdrop with some sort of sign in the middle that relates to the theme. If I'm doing more of a casual party or it's more of like a holiday party and not as much of a birthday party, I might not do an actual kind of backdrop sign. But I think if you're really focusing on the details or if it's a really special party to you, I would absolutely buy a sign or have a custom sign made that goes on your backdrop. Again, I think about the backdrop even before I get to the table just because this is something that's so important to not overlook. Also, set it up ahead of time to make sure it's not see-through or it doesn't have wrinkles. Some fabrics that are sold as backdrop fabrics, even if you steam them and iron them, they just never look unwrinkled or never look crisp. So I always try to, if possible, and listen, I've planned a party in a week before easily or even a little bit less than that. So if you have the time, set it up in a space where it's going to be out of the way. So maybe in a garage or in a back room or in an office, anywhere you have, I always set up a a backdrop and whatever I'm going to use for my table ahead of time. That way I'm never scrambling. So say you're doing your backdrop and then say you're doing like a normal pop-up six-foot table. 
You might want to rent linens. In that case, you wouldn't be able to set up that part of it ahead of time. But as long as you double check the dimensions and know it's going to go all the way to the floor, that's another thing that's tricky with this type of thing is it's easy to buy things online. And if you don't double check it, you don't want to all of a sudden have a tablecloth that's too short or and just, you know, you see the bottom of, of the table that you don't want to see. So if you're going to rent and you can't set it all up ahead of time, just double check your dimensions. If you're not going to rent from somewhere, lay it over. Make sure it lays right. It flows nice. It photographs well. All these little details will just make you have so much less stress the day before your party and the day of the party if you set it up ahead of time. Okay, so we have our backdrop set up, however you're going to do it, and then we're going to work on our table. Now, usually people will use like a six-foot table or maybe a four-foot table, which I think is great, but I wanted to mention, you don't have to just use a table. Sometimes you could rent pillars and just use a couple pillars. So maybe you want to do like one epic cake and you don't want to have a whole bunch of other things. Then I would rent maybe three pillars and put a cake stand on each pillar and put like your main cake on one pillar. And then on the other two, you could just do some cookie stacks, some cupcakes, some donuts, whatever other treats. And it'll still look gorgeous because it's on pillars. You're going in more for the impact on the actual cake, but you have a couple other things for filler. And when you're doing this, when you're designing them, um, especially if it's one of your kind of first time doing dessert tables, I always like to have a couple little extra things. So I'll have macaroons or some pretty little candies. So that way, when I stack up the desserts on the cake stands, you might want to put in some other little, little things to put in for details. Maybe in your backdrop, you're going to have flowers. Then maybe you keep a couple flowers, whether artificial or real, and put them in with to bring it into the to the feel of the cake stands. Maybe you put a couple little roses in with the donuts too, just to kind of pull it all together. Another thing I love is instead of a table, you could do carts. So, you know, kind of like push carts. I have like an acrylic cart and a wood cart. I use these more for holiday parties or Valentine parties or Christmas parties more than an actual birthday party just because it feels more casual to me. Like I'll make a like an oversized hot cocoa bar. Maybe that's your theme for a Christmas party. That's gorgeous on, on a cart. Whereas if it's a birthday party and you're you're kind of like making it the center of the birthday party, that in some themes might not translate as well. The other thing I wanted to mention about the backdrop, sometimes in certain areas, you might not need a backdrop if you can position your table or your cart or your pillars, whatever you're using, so it has a nice background. Maybe you're at a park or you're going to be at a park with trees. Just don't wait to set it up till the last day and just don't wait till the last day to figure out where it's going to go. If it's not at your house or somewhere that you're at all the time, make sure you go there at the exact same time. So you can see what the lighting's like. Make sure there's not sun beating down on it to where it's going to melt everything in 10 seconds. And also, so the lighting is nice and and like nice and pleasing for photos too. So if you can go there, pick your spot so you're not scrambling the day of. And maybe you don't need a backdrop if you're happy with where it's going to go with the backdrop that's there naturally. But if not, 
Plan your backdrop ahead of time, just the same thing as your table linens. Make sure that they don't wrinkle, make sure that they're the right length and they lay right and you like how the whole thing is pulling together all on its own. For a dessert table, the tricky thing is you can't set up all of it until the very last second because you're going to have fresh food going on there. But I have learned so many times that it's there's nothing more stressing than the last minute scramble of trying to put the dessert table together. But here's the best part. You can have 80% of it done a week ahead of time. Have it set up. And even if you're going to have to completely break the whole thing down and move it to a different location, set it up and take pictures of it. So that way, when you go to set it up, you've already kind of like made the decision. Or if you have someone helping you, that's even better. That way they can go based on the pictures because you know on party setup days, if you're planning the whole thing, you're pulled in a million directions. So it's so helpful if someone else, I mean, it's better if they can see it in person and you can kind of show them, explain it, and also take pictures and text it to them. So that way when they go to help you set up or when you go to set it up, you can you can just refer back to the pictures. And then all you're thinking about is how to add in and style the fresh desserts and the fresh treats and the fresh candy that you have to do at the very last second so that it stays really fresh for serving. The other thing that I was going to mention is with cake stands and different ways to display your treats, kind of like we were talking about, think outside of the box with your tables and carts. You don't always have to use cake stands or cupcake stands. Some of my favorite things I've used, and it's great for height, is maybe you use crates and you paint them, or you can use colorful boxes and turn them upside down. There are so many different ways you can do it. Also, one other thing I forgot with tables, sometimes for kids, and this is really important, make sure you get the right height. So make sure it's not too high. So maybe if, you, if it's a little kid's birthday, you don't have a six foot high normal table because it's going to be too high for kids to grab and it's tricky for blowing out the cake moment. So sometimes if you do want to do a, like a normal size table like that, I would just make sure that you have a way for the birthday boy or girl to get behind it to blow out the candles. So that way it's pretty for photos. Your guests have a nice view of um, of that special like happy birthday moment. Or you could buy something online and you have to get creative. But I recently did, to have like a shorter table, I did a shoe rack, like basically a wood shoe rack that just had a couple different levels and I thought looked cool. And I painted it and put gems on it and then put desserts all over it. And then I actually painted it again and used it for a second party. So you can really get creative with it, but I would definitely be mindful of the height, the height based on your guests, especially if it's for a kid's birthday party. If you're going to do kind of a standard size, I would either, sometimes you can just do, oh, I know what I was going to say. You can do a, like a little stool or a small table that you just bring out for the happy birthday moment. So picture your whole dessert table in the background. You have your backdrop if you choose to have one. You have your dessert table with everything. And then at the happy birthday moment, you have the birthday boy or girl come stand in front of the dessert table. So it's like a beautiful background for the experience of it and for photos because I always try to think of both. And then you have a small little ottoman or a table that you put the cake on and then the birthday girl or boy stands behind it. 
and maybe your whole family stands there too because that's fun or maybe they just stand there, whatever whatever feels right to you. But then it's so cool because you get to see them completely. Like you see they don't, they're not like this tiny little person that's all the way at the back that's kind of hidden in this big table, but they're in front of it. You see the whole thing and it's kind of all eyes on the birthday boy or girl. So if you're going to do it that way, just make sure you plan ahead of time, um, order or buy a small little table or ottoman. Make sure if it's an ottoman, though, it's sturdy enough so that if you put the cake on it or the cake stand, it's not, you know, it's not wobbly at all. Make sure it's nice and secure on there. But I think that's such a fun way to make it creative. Think outside the box. Sometimes a regular table is great. Like maybe you're doing a mermaid theme and you can have sequins hanging down and you can even put like ribbons coming off of it and like a normal standard table would be the best impact. But maybe it's something that's more of um, one year. You know what I did for the for the um, table is I had a local wood maker make me a wood train. So it was a couple different pieces of the train. And I had the cake at the front of the train and then the desserts along the top of this small wood train that I now have in storage that I'm dying to use again. I think you know what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to bring it out for Christmas and I'm going to paint it again. And then I'm going to make it like a Christmas train that we do something else from because Parker had a transportation party when he was two and I just can't think of another way that we're going to use a train so I think this year I'm going to turn it into a Christmas train and I'm going to reuse that as like a dessert table but it's just like so cool because it's like this wood train but it's great especially now that the kids are older that's not two-year-olds that you can really put desserts all along the top of it I love a dessert table that almost feels like a grazing board you know that's like a like a meat and cheese board but it's all desserts that there's just lots of different options. Some tables really kind of like adhere to that rather than having everything on a cake stand or on a box. You can have more of like a kind of a free flowing, lots of different, lots of different things all styled kind of like a sweets board is really, really fun. Again, get creative with the height of things. Another great way to do it is candy containers for height. Just make sure you get scoopers. I like clear scoopers for them. And I always take the tops off, like the lids off of the candy containers, and I put the scoopers in. So that way it's ready to go. The cool thing about most candy is you can open it up like the day before and then maybe just put foil over it or something to really keep it fresh or the morning of candy will stay fresher obviously than baked goods so you could do it ahead of time and put those things in position the other thing I'll do is I'll put my candy jar put my candy jars out and then I'll just put the candy in their bag but in it so that way I can kind of see like okay do I have enough blue M&Ms to fill fill this candy and also to fill this jar and also that way I know what candy is going in each jar I love making the dessert table into a half candy bar too. It just makes it look really nice and full. So it's desserts and and candy and kind of all mixed up is a really fun way to do it. Candy jars, containers can be an investment, but if you look online and if you time it, a lot of times Michael's has a really great, Michael's the craft store has a really great selection, surprisingly, and they'll have deals. They'll have 40% off all glassware. So that's the way I would do that because it's just so much easier and it's hard to ship and sometimes they break and it can be expensive to ship it. So I like getting candy jars online from Michael's and wait for a sale to do it. 
this is one of those things I think is totally worth worth investing in and you'll use it over and over. If you pick, you know, a variety of them, I always get two of each thing. So if you're if you're trying to kind of do a collection of candy jars, I'd probably get a dozen to be honest with you to make it really nice and full. So I'd pick six different ones and I'd get two of each and then you are set. Make sure you store them carefully and they will be your candy jars to use for every party, every holiday from here on out. And it's fun because you can put different things in there. Sometimes in the candy jars, I'll do not just candy, but you could do other things that are more like actual food items or a little, or like, you know, if it's a holiday party, you could put things to make a hot cocoa bar. You can use them in so many different ways, but I love it for height. And I love it because if you get the right ones, you can just use them over and over. And it's also great to fill the space. Because sometimes that's hard if you're doing a full six-foot table. How am I going to get enough stuff to fill the space? So sometimes it's nice to have different heights of different things, some candy containers, and then, of course, the candy that goes in it. I always try to pick things that match the theme. So like I said, like maybe it's all blue M&Ms and white mints or, you know, you stick with your color theme and you order them online or in person so that the actual candy inside matches the theme as well. One thing before I forget about dessert tables, I always make sure that nothing is wasted. So I'll go online before and I will order some kind of to-go containers and I'll tuck them somewhere close. So that way, before the party ends, I'll tuck away stuff that my family will eat later. Like I'll make us a little to-go box. And then as, depending on the type of party, when people are leaving, I'll give them, especially like my close friends and family, you might not want to do it to every guest, especially depending on the size of the party, but I'll give them little to-go boxes and I'll say like pack treats, take some home. Because what I've learned is If you keep them, they'll probably just go bad in your fridge because you can only eat so much in the next couple days. And usually after a party, everyone's all kind of sugared out by then. So I make sure nothing is wasted. And if for some reason there's any left, I pack up the to-go containers and we'll go drop them off to people. We'll drop them off to the neighbors. Or one time we um, we had quite a few and we took them to a senior center um, and dropped them off there. So you could do an act of kindness with the extra stuff if you have any extra. But I'm always very mindful to make sure that because I do these nice full dessert tables, there's often lots of treats. And if there aren't lo- there are if there aren't as many people at the party or as kids get older, usually the parents drop off. So there's just not as many people eating. I always make sure I send it home so there is zero waste and all the treats get enjoyed. So make sure you order your to-go boxes ahead of time. So that way, you know, I mean, you can always just do paper plates with with saran wrap or foil or plastic bags or depending on what it is. But it's just so nice if you have to-go containers that are just tucked. And if you have a table with a tablecloth, maybe you just put it under the table. That way it's really quick and easy to grab. While we're talking about it, a couple other things to make sure you have close by that are very easy to forget. Make sure you have candles and a lighter if it's a birthday. And also, of course, your dessert plates and forks and a knife to cut the cake. Also, you might want to have cute little bags if you're doing candy bags or little boxes um, for people to kind of take their stuff, either take it to go 
or take a plate, I always try to put it right underneath because it never fails if I keep it in the kitchen or it gets moved or it gets buried. There's nothing worse. Like the happy birthday moment can go so fast. You just want to make sure you have everything right there so you're not in a panic. So your candles, your lighter, your little plates or your little your little boxes or bags and then forks or spoons and then a knife to cut the cake so you are ready to go. One of my best tips for filling a beautiful dessert table but not making it cost a fortune is I always order some sort of inexpensive like what I'll call kind of filler treats. So maybe I'll do um, 50 mini cupcakes from a local bakery that's inexpensive and delicious. Or I'll do donuts, like donut holes or mini donuts, or I'll do Krispy Kreme delivered. Krispy Kreme are a little bit more expensive. But I'll do something in bulk just to give me volume. And it's amazing how that can go so far. And then you can spend your time on the little details. Also with these things that aren't, that are more like bulk and inexpensive, get some cute cake toppers. Maybe you go on Etsy and you order custom cake toppers or you just pick up some at Target or whatever that match your theme. And it's amazing how it pulls it together. It no longer looks like a plain donut. The whole table just looks like very custom and styled and themed and really cool. So make sure when you're doing it, especially if you want your table to seem really full and especially if you're trying to stick to a very specific budget, I would do lots of filler of these inexpensive items. So maybe it's cookies or mini cupcakes. I always like mini cupcakes because if you're doing a whole dessert table, um, a full-size cupcake can sometimes be a lot. Unless you're doing that as, I know a lot of times people will do a cake And maybe it's a smash cake. Maybe the cake that you do is only a smash cake and the birthday boy or girl can smash their face in it or have someone do it or do whatever they want. And so instead of that, then after they blow out the candles, everyone gets like a full-size cupcake right away, which saves the time cutting the cake. and, um, And I think that that's a really fun way for everyone to get an instant treat if you're not doing a full cake. If you're going to do a bigger cake and you're going to cut the cake, then a lot of times I'll I'll tell everyone after they blow out the candles, like grab something. I like to do pretzel rods dipped in chocolate, depending on if you're making stuff yourself or if you're using a baker. I always tell my – I always talk to my baker ahead of time. So I'll email so everything's really clear. But I always make sure that I talk about the details like – if, if they're doing a cake, what size board is the cake going to be on? That way I make sure my cake stand is set up because sometimes your cake will be 10 inches and you know that, but maybe your board is a 12-inch board. So you just need to ha- make sure that you have a cake stand that's the right size. Also, a lot of times bakeries ends up end up using cheesy boards. Like, you know, those like silver or foil, they almost look like they're kind of like have a lace print, but they're like metallic-y boards that could work for some themes, but I think not for most. So I always ask what's the size of the board and what's the actual board. And if if I don't like their, their answer for the board, I'll either ask if there's another board that they could do or if I can drop off a board that I'll just order online or if they could order one and just charge me a little extra. 
Or sometimes they'll frost the board, which is really pretty. They'll frost the board and maybe they'll put happy birthday on the board. But just make sure you know if they're frosting the board. That way when you take the cake out of the box, you don't touch the board because then the whole thing is like lightly frosted. But that's another beautiful way. But make sure you touch base about the board because you can have this beautiful cake. And if it's on this ugly board, it just does not translate the same. Another thing I like to do is sometimes I'll do really easy other desserts, but I'll do multiple cakes. For my daughter Presley's fifth birthday, it was a spring birthday party, kind of like Easter theme. She's born in April and I was super pregnant with Parker. He was born on June 2nd. So I was like so, so pregnant. We did this spring party. I had always dreamed of doing a massive Easter egg hunt. So we did this big Easter egg hunt down the lawn at the community center um, in Newport Beach. It was just, it was so much fun. And then for her dessert table, I did lots of jelly beans. I ordered um, dishes that spelled out her name just on Amazon, P-R-E-S-L-E-Y, Presley, white dishes that were individual dishes with the letters. And I just filled them with jelly beans and put that in the center of the table. Gorgeous, right? Then I had my baker, my fabulous friend, Brooke, who owns a company called Bang Pop Shop. She is fantastic. And she did five cakes. I was like, she's turning five. I want to do five spring cakes and nothing else. I don't want you to spend any energy. I don't need cupcakes. I don't need other stuff. I just want five really different cakes. And her and I have done enough stuff together and she knows me well enough. She knows my flavors of cake. She doesn't even ask anymore. And she also knows what I like and what I wouldn't like. So I was like, creative freedom, like do whatever you think. And I will post a picture of it. It was gorgeous. Some of them had like greenery with carrots And it was just so cool. And it was just so special to have five cakes turning five. And I I went in on that look. And so instead of spending money on filler and other stuff, we just went for like more of a clean look with her name with jelly beans and then the five individual cakes. And they all looked completely different. All five different spring cakes. Oh my gosh. It was just so special and so memorable. And especially if you love doing parties and if you do a party for your child or or your own birthday party every year, it's fun to change it up and not and have it be unexpected and not have it kind of look the same, have the same table or have the same pillars or the same cake stands or the same cake look. Like change it up, get outside, get outside of your normal, your normal routine and try some new things. Also on Etsy, there are so many creative cake toppers. If you want to make your own cake or get an easy store-bought cake, one thing I love doing is doing lots of cake toppers. So maybe some that you get from Target or Amazon, the brand Mary Mary, M-E-R-I-M-E-R-I has gorgeous ones that are metallic and clear acrylic and foil and just really cool. And I think that's one way that it is that you can make a store-bought cake look so custom is maybe you get one custom-made one with the name or the age or whatever it is, and you put that in the center, and then you just add other ones. It can look so themed and so creative, and it kind of looks like, you know, everything's shooting out at you. It's just like a fun, super fun cake that looks personal, and it looks interesting, and it looks creative. And you could easily do it for $40, the cake and the cake toppers, if you kind of do it right and position it and get cool candles that look a little different, that match the theme. Such a great way to do it on the fly. And again, all this stuff doesn't have to be planned out for months and months. 
do it in the way that you enjoy it. For me, I love a dessert table so much, but sometimes I have the energy to do a big thing and and the budget and other times I don't. So I like to try to know that I have options and think about it ahead of time. Look online, do a, a brainstorm and kind of decide where what you want it to look like. Do you want it to be very full with lots of different things or do you want it to be sort of more kind of clean with and like I did with the five different cakes, just more specific and planned out that way and be, you know, be awesome in that way. There's so many different ways that you can do it. I really like to position the table so people see it when they walk in. Because I always think more, I mean, I love photos, but I always think of the feel of the party. And I love for that dessert table to feel like the center of the party. So like when you walk in, you see it and you know what the theme is and it just gets you excited. It just feels like a celebration. So I like to try to position it so when people walk in, they see it. So it's, and like I said, so it's in a good position for photos. And speaking of photos, make sure you take photos close up, far away, your family photos, any photos you want before people start eating it. I like once the party gets going to not have it off limits. You know, I like to have people, usually people will just kind of like kids will kind of take something. It won't usually get you know, fully, usually people will wait till the end to really go go in after it. But I don't like for it to be off limits. I like for the parties to just feel free and people do what they want. So get your pictures early, get your close ups, get far away pictures, get some videos before people start eating it. So that way, all your hard work is captured and you have it, you have it documented before little fingers get to it. Another way to add volume without adding a a big extra expense is to add things like popcorn or especially if it's like pink popcorn or cotton candy. Think of different things that don't necessarily have to be from a bakery, but you could do, like I said, in addition to candy, sometimes I'll do like ice cream cones filled with Uh, pretzels or popcorn or things like that. And if you're doing an adult party, you could add in some cocktails. For kids' parties, sometimes I've done mason jars, like mason jars with maybe like a, a cookie on top. So picture a small chocolate chip cookie and you poke a hole through a straw and you put milk at the bottom is super fun and you can line those up on your dessert table. Again, the only problem is some of this stuff has to be done at the very last second, so it's fresh. So set up the rest of it. Well, we're gonna set up the whole thing in our house um, ahead of time, but then at the end, still, but I would still put the mason jars and the straws in place in like as your setup, even if you have to break the whole thing down and move it to a park or move it to a restaurant or whatever, whatever you're gonna do. I still would set up the whole thing. That way you just add in the fresh stuff at the last minute and you're not styling it at the last minute. I've totally made this mistake where I'm like, I don't want to style it until I can tell I have everything, till I see all the different things. But like that honestly just leads to stress and often setting up as guests, like finishing setting up as guests are still arriving and there is nothing more stressing. You do not want to start your party or the event like with that kind of stress, feeling like you're late to set up. So best tip, set it up ahead of time and then just pour in the fresh stuff at the end. 
having drinks, again, if it's an adult party, cocktails is such a good way to fill the space on the table or the area. It's just, it's fun, it's festive, it's unexpected, and it makes the whole area seem so much more full. Even if you were going to position drinks, if I have drinks that aren't really pretty or like, you know, they're just kind of standard juice boxes or waters, I'll put them somewhere else. But if it's something that's like beautiful and themed, I won't put them on another table. I'll put them on the dessert table, something like, you know, chocolate milk or like the milk and cookies we talked about, or maybe you have like a little champagne with like rock candy in it. Put those on the dessert table, even though they're not traditional desserts. It just makes it so interesting and, and fun. Another thing that I'll do sometimes is if I really organize ahead of time is, and if the theme matches it, I'll do custom signs to label what all the things are. So when I did a mermaid party, everything was kind of like under the sea. I'll post pictures on this too so you could see like exact examples. And when I did Parker's tractor party, I did like um, like it would be a – sometimes it's a sign that says exactly what it is, but usually it's a fun spin on it. So for the tractors, I did chocolate-covered little donuts, and I put like tractor wheels or tractor tires, it said, something like that, on the custom – on the custom um, label, like on the custom stick. Usually I'll do acrylic, little acrylic signs that are kind of like, you know, food labelers, like little names of what everything is labeling it. And that for me, those are the details that are so fun, especially if it's little things that, you know, little food that's not actually like that. So maybe you put um, goldfish in there and it's a, it's an under the sea theme and you figure out creative little words that go with it. That's the best thing about Pinterest and Google now. If you Google whatever theme doing theme that you're doing, there's so many different ways and you can see so many creative ideas that people have done in the past with your theme and so many different like cute spins on the theme and plays on words. So I love, like if I'm really doing a dessert table to the fullest, I'll, I'll do um, custom little signs that say what things are in a creative way to really like bring in the theme. And I just feel like it's so clever. Then afterwards, even if it's something I'm not sure I'll ever use again, I have a little drawer in my pantry that I keep all my custom, anything custom I've done. And it's amazing how much you'll use them again. So sometimes if I'll do, maybe I'll do like a pink lemonade. And so I'll have a custom sign made that goes around the top of my jar for the lemonade. I'll put it in the drawer and then I'll just pull it out for, you know, a Sunday barbecue and label it again. So keep your custom signs, even if it feels very specific to your theme, you'll be amazed at how much you can use them again. Sometimes if they're very specific, maybe not as much, but I always keep them and I always keep them in a safe place where I know where they're at just because it's easy for them to break. You could do same thing with cake toppers or like, you know, ones that you can kind of wipe off and use again. Keep them in a drawer and use them again, especially for these cakes. If you put lots of different cake toppers in, they stay in perfect condition. You can just um, wipe them down and then store them again. And it's great if you're going to a party and you want to bring a cake and make it a little special or cupcakes, you can use some of the stuff that you have. Again, there's so many um, for your filler items. There's so many great ways to do little cake toppers, whether it's on Amazon or Target to where you can buy ones. I always try to buy a little bit not expected. 
You know, like I don't re- usually buy the party city version of anything just because that looks expect- expected and sometimes it's just kind of cheesy if it's the if it's too right on the mark, if that makes sense. I like things that are like maybe you're having a transportation party. So maybe you'll Google, you'll do police, police car cake uh, toppers, cupcake toppers, and then you'll do fire truck, you know, so it's like each it's a bunch of different little things that together puts together the theme. So maybe it's not so literal, but feels so creative. And it doesn't have to be custom. It doesn't have to be handmade for you. It's just the way that you search it and the way that you look for it. Again, I always start every party with a full list, a brain dump to where I write down all the ideas. I look online only once for my huge list, of, for my huge kind of pictures that I pull that are going to be our inspiration, my favorite pictures from the theme. So I spend a good amount of time pulling it just one time. And that way I can refer back to the photos as I'm designing these things. I'm not like all over the place, constantly like looking back at Pinterest and Google. I just do it once at the beginning. That way I know my inspiration and I know my direction for the different things. So it's really quick and easy. Also, I always share the inspiration with anyone who's making anything. So the person who's making my little name labels and the baker, they, I send them the same pictures. So, hey, here are the colors that we're using. Any details, like I definitely do not want any gold. If you use anything like that, let's use silver. No black, things like that. That way everyone's on the same page and it's so helpful for them because a lot of times if you just give them one inspiration picture, they're going to do their own version of it, but it's hard for them to see the whole vision. Also, I'll send them, if I set up this table in my house, if I'm using a baker who's making things for me specifically or someone who's making a backdrop sign, I'll send them what I have. So even if they've started to work on it or they kind of have a plan, if you send them what you already have going, then they have a visual and they can help you make it all match. That's like one of the best ways to get it all just like looking so synergistic and the same colors and it just like blends so nicely. And if it comes through and it doesn't, sometimes I've had it, I paint signs or I'll paint my my um, little crates that I had for, for food stands a different color. Another way that you can really get creative with it is on Amazon, you can buy colorful cake stands pretty inexpensively. And now they store so much better than they used to. You don't have to get these heavy ceramic ones anymore. They're more just like a, you know, a, a good quality, heavy duty plastic that unscrews so you can you can store them in certain parts so it doesn't take a lot of um, in several parts so it doesn't take a lot of space and that can make for a really cool display or maybe you have a cake pop um, display just make sure if you're ordering cake pops you clarify if it's stick down or if it's like sitting on the cake pop because certain bakeries do one way or the other way so just make sure you tell them what you need maybe you have a cake pop holder where the stick goes inside of the stand that's then you need to make sure they know that or if it's going to go just like a whole bunch of cake pops sitting on a cake on a cake stand a regular cake stand then make sure they knew that so that the cake part is at the bottom all the little things to think about but I'm telling you if you set it up ahead of time and think about what the backdrop is going to look like and what the tablecloth is going to look like or if you're going to do pillars or if you're going to paint your own table just setting it up ahead of time I really don't think it has to be a ton of money use the internet to find your inspiration, share it with the other people and start to set it up. 
make sure the process is fun for you. Maybe you do it at night or if it's maybe it's a special time you do with the birthday boy or girl. If you're doing it for a kid's party, it's so fun. And if you're doing it last minute, just think through all the things. Make sure your your linens are the right length. Make sure they're not wrinkly or see-through. If you are getting some that are kind of more see-through-ish, just make sure you layer it. Maybe you do a solid color and then you do your more sheerish sequin type thing. All things that I've learned the hard way by ordering things online and then not setting it up and then scrambling at the last second. Nothing's worse. I'm telling you, the dessert table can be such a fun part of the party. Like it can be, and again, it can be the only thing that you do. If it's a birthday party, you want to keep um, simple. And by simple, I mean, listen, this is already a gorgeous dessert table, but I just meant like the whole part, the whole park doesn't need to be decorated. Maybe you just do this one beautiful dessert table and that's where everyone gathers and that's where you take photos and that's where you blow out the candles. It makes for great photos and you're not spending a fortune. You're not decorating your entire house or the entire park or your entire backyard or wherever it is. This I think a dessert table is just the most special central part of the party. And I think it's worth spending the time and the money to make it unique and creative and something you love, something that will be memorable to your guests and to the birthday boy or girl if you're doing a birthday party. And I really think that for holidays, you can do a you know a more simple version of this for Valentine's Day or even for Thanksgiving you could display all of your desserts on a dessert cart and style it up rather than doing you know just having it laid out on tables for people to pick especially if you invest in a cart or a unique table of some sort use it use the stuff that's the best thing store it organized purge the things you're not going to use purge old stuff or broken stuff and store the things where you're actually going to use them. My favorite thing is buying something and then using it over and over at different events. And so it looks totally different. Um, I think a lot of times we have stuff that we don't even think to pull out and use. So when you're designing your dessert table, first start with what you have. Are you going to use a table and a backdrop that you have? Or are you going to buy one new? Are you going to use your own cake stands or cupcake stands? Or are you going to buy new? I always pull what I have first. And then only order or go out and buy what I absolutely need. That way I'm not spending money that I don't need need to. And so, so often you can repurpose things. You can add fabric or paint things and it can take on a totally different look. I hope this long 45-minute podcast all about dessert tables inspired you to lean in and love um creating this part of your celebration and making it so special and so fun for you and your guests. I'm telling you, I love dessert tables so much. I just think that life is meant to be celebrated and enjoyed and eat all the things and drink all the things and celebrate and have memorable times with people that we love. And one of my favorite ways to do that is with a dessert table. So I hope I gave you lots of creative ideas. Again, check out my Instagram. Even if you're listening to this later, way after it was posted, I'll make sure to save it in highlights. Um, And you can go back obviously in my feed too and look at the pictures, but I just love dessert tables so much. I'm going to show you the different ones that I've done. So that'll get you thinking about different parties you have coming up or different things you might want to do throughout the year. There's just so many different ways to do it. It doesn't have to be fussy. It doesn't have to be a fortune, but it can be so special and so memorable and so awesome. 
Thank you so much for listening. Have an awesome party the next time you do, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.